everybody, and welcome back to the Game Bite Show podcast. Today's March the 4th, 2018. My name is Legrand, your host for this evening, and tonight with me, I'm accompanied by Jeremy Lamont. Hello, Jeremy. Hey, everybody. March the 4th be with you. And Dale Jones. Hello, Dale. Hey, how's it going? I just, all right. I just want to admit my complete guilt for that. I oh, accept no. full responsibility for March the 4th yeah. be with you. That was the worst. It was kind of the worst. I just wanted to get out I, ahead I, of everybody else. So this is my way of saying first to the I, entire I may be world. wrong, but I think you may have made that joke in a previous year. <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny, too, because I actually have all of the files from, like, the last two or three years or how long we've been doing this. And it's funny to see how the years sometimes line up on the same day and sometimes they don't. I don't know. I just... I should probably delete some of those old files, but I figure in case there's ever, you know, some, I don't know, maybe I get murdered or something, you know, maybe somehow they, 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 they well, they're they're stored on they're stored on my server somewhere. They're not being served up from yours. Well, I'm also thinking about like because I have the separate audio files. So here, here's a little bit of a um, little bit of game bite. Wait, you trivia. store all that? Yeah, I, well, I still have it. I, I haven't deleted most of it because I, I have the um, the you know the uh, the original audio track file, you know, where I compile them all together. So here's a little bit of trivia for those who are listening to the show but don't know this: we actually record our audio tracks separately, and then smush them together. We line them up and then smush them together into one thing. So I technically have a whole bunch of audio tracks of each of us going, uh huh, uh huh, yeah, yep, uh huh. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> it, and, it, you know, like, I, I think they say that if you could stitch together enough of these sounds, like, you could create, like, a voice profile that you could make somebody say anything. I, I have so much footage of you guys going, uh-huh, yeah, mm-hmm. uh-huh, like, clearing your throats and stuff. It's oh, yeah? just Yeah, exactly. There you go. It's, <laughs> it's great fun. But, uh, yeah, so that's a kind of interesting thing is we actually have all of our audio tracks separate, and, and I've got all of that. You could so. reconstruct a, a really good sort of, like, recreation of me, you know, like, messing with my hair or uh, you know like I've actually thought if, if I ha- if I had more ambition and more time I thought about doing like some really you know incriminating <laughs> things but I don't know <laughs> I, uh, I guess I still uh-huh. have the power to do yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh man yeah production that's how it is uh-huh. Uh-huh. yeah yeah <laughs> yep I, get, I do this it's all not night. a tumor just clear your throat a little bit do some typing, all that. Yep, it's the Game Bite show that people don't hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, thanks for showing up, guys. I'm sorry I like missed the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I uh, you're with us in spirit because I I don't I, I don't I, really know what happened. I've had I don't remember. I've Wednesday. had some of those. Like you just black out. Yeah, I don't remember Wednesday. Was I here last Sunday? I, I was, wasn't I? I don't remember. We'll have to check the tape. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you were. Oh, okay, cool. You know well, what happens, though? Think... Whenever we're missing someone, I actually just play uh-huh. an audio file of them going, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good cool. way to handle it. Yeah, it is. Cool. And everybody's always with me. Cool. The True Game Bite show was the, uh-huh, yeah, uh, we did along the way. <laughs> well, uh... Let's get started with some video game news on this Sunday evening. Let's do it. Jeremy. Let's do it. You say so. As the top of the week uh, dictates, there has been some news of this past week, and we're going to run it down. We're going to chase it down and uh, hogtie it and present it to you in your ears uh, in this succinct little game bite. Uh, we're going to start out with politics. Arrgh! Politics is still happening, you guys. Uh, I don't think we're getting away uh, from it anytime it. soon. I know, but they're getting they're, you're getting their politics into the video games now. 
We told him. We said, keep my politics out of the Where's video game. Jack Thompson finally going to get the hint? I don't know. I don't know, man. But uh, Jack Thompson has come back to us in the form of our president, Donald Trump, who uh, says that he would like to spend some face-to-face time with members of the video game industry in regards to violence in video games and how it's causing the ills of the world. Uh, and he uh-huh. himself has nothing to do with that. He should play uh, um, yeah. Klitschke's game, Democracy 3, and then learn how to actually run a country. And oh, then wow. he can go back to his... I, th- I think he'd do better at Tropico, probably. Yeah. I like uh, the political machine that Stardock does every every politi- every uh, presidential cycle. That's kind of a fun one. You get your favorite candidate on. The- Actually, my favorite uh, instance of presidential people in games was probably mercenaries when you it's can probably play NBA as... Jam when you could be uh, Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton, yeah, he's no, on. It's fire. probably Metal Gear Solid Two when you have to fight against. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, he's the ex president right. at that point, but. You know what? I'm really surprised that President Solidus didn't get four more years. George Sears um, I was, was the name I that was he really, was known by in his career. Really disappointed politics. by that. Uh, anyway, so that's going to be happening. Uh, the uh, Entertainment Software Association is probably going to send some representatives to that meeting. They're probably the first uh, place that they would go for that. And that includes companies like Electronic Arts and Nintendo and uh, Activision and all those sorts of people. Uh, and this is uh, probably more or less coming from the fact that during a you know a bunch of uh, press conferences and interviews with the president, he just mentioned that video games have violence, and I think now he's running with that well, idea. So, well, you know what else that's... has violence? It's those those Bazooka Joe comics and those Bazooka Joe bubble gum. They're just gonna. There's have to look so into many that. bazookas. Why can't we just that. ban bazookas? I know that people say that there's already too many out a there. A lot to of ban, people are but... saying there's a lot of too many bazookas. But all these bazookas, mm -hmm. they just we need to be doing something about these. So this meeting is going to take place sometime this week. Uh, ESA, of course, has made some noises to kind of protest the implications of this. Uh, They said in a statement, the same video games played in the U.S. are played worldwide. However, the level of gun violence is exponentially higher in the U.S. than in other countries. Numerous authorities have examined the science. Americans know where they spawn and they run and get them faster. Spawn camping. It's exactly right. Quad damage. It's like it's like the Hunger Games, except it's our entire country, basically. Uh, The ESRB, on the other hand, is uh, taking the the big issues to town, and they are going to be introducing an in-game purchases label uh, as part of the response to the controversy about loot boxes. Uh, So what they're basically going to be doing is there's going to be a a new tag, so sort of like the violence, language, sexual content. There's going to be one that talks about in-game purchases. Tricky thing about this, though, is that so many games... It, well, it's that's now that's part of it is that the ESRB label uh, is is specifically in stores and uh, you know it, it actually shows up on other products as well. But there are so many games that offer some kind of in-game purchase and they are of various types. Like there are your loot boxes. Horse armor is one of them. Uh, add-on DLC. Uh, I mean, even something like Horizon Zero Dawn has an add-on campaign, but. That's a pretty far cry from something so like. So would that would that be considered an in-game purchase? Because I mean, don't you have to actually go out to the store to to do things? Uh, like yes, that but PS? but in but inside the game there is an option oh, to purchase that thing in the store. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so some critics of the new system say that it's so broad that it essentially becomes meaningless. Um, I that's, agree. That's yeah. good then, right? I mean, that's what they want. <laughs> I mean, I guess then why bother doing anything? So to get the government I don't know, I don't, back. Maybe, maybe, yeah. That's it's probably a little bit too subtle for for the likes of the current administration. But uh, anyway, look forward to that new tag and uh, caveat emptor. Sometimes you can buy things in games. Everybody, watch out. 
the Nintendo Switch is a year old. Uh, March, actually, as of yesterday, March 3rd, 2017. Uh, problem wow. is, uh, after a year, there are still some problems with save game data. Uh, Switch is uh, basically having a, a couple of issues with regards to save game stuff. Uh, one is that uh, the form uh -huh. Nintendo has no cloud storage for any of their products. And yeah. uh, the other thing is that uh, the... You guys. Uh, the, the other thing is that uh, there is um, no, I, I guess, no provision to copy Whoa. your stuff from one platform to another. So, um, you know, stuff what goes on to like a... 3DS to Switch? Or Switch to Switch? Yeah, exactly. Or... Well, well, like, for example, the 3DS, since you bring it up, you can actually transfer your stuff to from one 3DS onto another one. Uh, there's no such provision for a Switch. Your save stuff is actually tied to that switch itself. What about a switch axe? Can you uh, oh. can you transfer from a switch axe to a charge blade? Y you know, actually, you can uh, downgrade your switch axe at any time and pursue a completely different upgrade tree at any point. Huh. Nintendo, why do we not have this on the Nintendo Switch? What if uh, your favorite we, character we in the demand. Matrix was Switch? Uh, I would say no, not, like, not this. like this. Not like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not uh, like these. So well, so <laughs> Nintendo needs to needs to begin working on that. Uh, but of course, they still are, are focusing on uh, getting their online service up to speed. Uh, in the meantime, Sony is making some changes to their PlayStation Plus offerings. Uh, in that uh, that that system uh, that program is starting to uh, make some changes for on the downswing. Uh, starting next year, March of 2019, they will no longer support PlayStation 3 or PlayStation Vita games in the instant game collection for PlayStation. PlayStation Plus. Uh, so they've announced that this month just to give everybody a heads up in case that's a, a big significant issue. Uh, kind of curious, you guys. Do you use the Vita or the PS3 games in, the, in your PlayStation Plus? Collection? I haven't played my Vita since I got my Nintendo Switch. I've never been a subscriber to PS3. Well, there you go. And I've never played a PS3 game on the free games. Ever. Is that right? Uh, I think I have before, but it's been a while, I think. I don't think I got PlayStation Plus until the PS4 came out. And I believe the, I believe the uh, free games, that's existed since the very beginning, right? Since uh, uh, the PS4 came out? Yes. Yeah, well, since the PS4 Rezogun. came out, for sure. Rezogun was free yeah. right when it came out, I remember. Yep. That's right. Yep, that's exactly right. So we've got, I mean... Okay, well, I mean, the PS3 is like what, ten years old at this point? Yeah, yeah, and the Vita is Wait, uh, what six? Was it was it two thousand six? Two thousand seven? Two thousand seven? Around there? Yeah. Wow. So. Yeah, I guess we we just we just ran straight past the uh, ten year anniversary of the PS3, and nobody thought twice about. It. <laughs> oh, darn it, man! <laughs> we missed it. Uh, yeah, but even the Vita, uh, I think was February of 2012, I want to say. So that's six years old. And, you know, it's kind of funny for the, for the game no. system that's been dead, no, was, dead, dead like for so maybe long. 2010. Yeah, it was earlier than yeah, that. Yeah, it, was, the Vita? it wasn't 2012. It would have been 2010. Because the Wii U 2010 or 2011. Uh... 2011, I'm going to say. No, 2010. 2010. Final answer. All right. It looks like according to the internet, uh, the internet says 2012, February 15, 2012 in North America. Pretty sure. What? I have that. I have it tattooed on my arm, you guys. That's, I know yeah, when the Vita's birthday is. That's like is. when the Wii U came out. Well, the Wii U's deader than the Vita. I don't so. believe this. 2011, <laughs> 2017. Yeah, in Japan. So in Japan, December 2011. But in North America, February 2012. So there you go. Anyway, so the Vita's had a good long life. It's been, you know, dead for a long time, but it's still alive. So I guess suck that. Hashtag legacy platform. <laughs> 
Uh, other things that are dead coming back to life. Activision has confirmed more, quote, remastered versions of titles from our library. Oh, uh, this was in their annual investors report uh, explaining their plans for games like uh, World of Warcraft, Battle for Azeroth, and uh, Call of Duty. But uh, they are planning for releases of remastered versions of uh, previous games. This includes things uh, like, um, potentially, Spyro the Dragon. Uh, we might see that a, a remaster, according to a leak, there may be a remaster of Spyro in March. Uh, with uh, a trilogy of that uh, in Q3 of 2018, so possibly sometime later this year. I'd be down for that. Played me a bunch of Spyro. Uh, I would sort of be interested in seeing some of the old Would you Mech play Warrior Spyro games. again? Let's, let's be honest. Let's have some real talk here, Jeremy. Maybe. I the might, most I've, I've ever played that, That's what I thought. Nobody wants to play Spyro again. I played it uh, on the um, uh, demo disc from, like, official PlayStation magazine or something. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. Go I mean, here's the thing. Games. Technically, I still have the original uh, Spyro discs, and I can play them in my PS3. So, I don't know. I don't really need a remaster, I guess. But I don't know if it's cool. Uh, they, they, they published the Cabela's Big Game Hunters. So they can remaster some of those. Oh man, that would be great. That'd be great. Uh, the MechWarrior games, MechWarrior Two, MechWarrior uh, Mercenaries, some of the old MechWarrior games. Those would be cool for a remaster. Oh, remake those in the CryEngine, like the the you know the Piranha games. Uh, you know, MechWarrior Five. Uh, do that, man. I'd, I'd love that. CryEngine? Where, why would Activision use that? I don't know, because that's what they are using for MechWarrior Online. They and, are? Yeah, and MechWarrior 5, I think. Actually, MechWarrior 5, might they might be converting to Unreal. I'm not sure. But anyway, do it in that current new style is what I'd like to see. Uh, I don't know. Any other Activision games that you guys... Uh... I'm scrolling through the list. I don't see many. No? Well... Goldeneye. I guess they own that. Goldeneye, now. maybe? Eh, I don't know. That'd be all right. Activision. <laughs> um, geometry. That, that was a joke. The, the Geometry Wars series. <laughs> what? Why? They would remaster Geometry Wars? It was already Ge- an yeah, HD. Yeah, Geometry Wars it? Retro Evolved HD Remastered. <laughs> 4K. I'd pay $5 yeah, for 4K. that. 4K. Uh, I kind of want to know, uh, Activision at one time was going to be reviving the Sierra label, Sierra Online, and uh, they released like three games and then that was it, so... Uh, Activision, let's let's see more let's see more of those, I guess. Because actually, you know, technically they own all that stuff now too. So maybe some remasters of some old adventure games. That'd be that'd be all right. I'd play some of those. What what games at this point would you want to see remastered in general? I'm I'm talking. Maybe this is a good topic, but I mean, just o- overall, anything? I don't know. Overall. I mean, you know, stuff that was really old at the time, and if they're going to redo, you know, not just necessarily remastering it, but redoing stuff in newer engines with new tech. Um, which I guess is basically the Final Fantasy VII, if that ever comes out. Uh, well, for me, you know, the longest I ever played a Final Fantasy VII Final was Fantasy in a Little 11. Big Planet version. They should, so. they should re, uh, remaster Final Fantasy XI and re-release it in the Final Fantasy XIV engine. <laughs> that would be Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah, that would be Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I'm, actually, that would be, no. They would, would redo it. They would redo it with the same with the same uh, areas. I would it. accept that as well. Actually, if they want to just go ahead and. Maybe just fold it into Final Fantasy eleven or fourteen, and then then it can be Final Fantasy twenty five, and then there you go. Wow, that's deep, very deep. Uh, over at Ubisoft uh, has been some moving and shaking. Uh, Ubisoft has acquired a mobile developer called fourteen ninety two Studio, which is known for the uh, story driven title Is It Blue. Love? Uh, fourteen, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, and uh, they've also acquired Blue Mammoth Games, which uh, is, uh, I think this was uh, Brawlhalla, was the the newest game that came oh, from that studio. My boy plays that. Is that right? Online. Yeah, yeah he does. Yeah, it's uh, supposed to be pretty fun. And, uh, it's so like a Smash Brothers clone. It's probably better than Smash Brothers. Uh, yeah, I 
couldn't argue with that. I mean, it's no PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale, though. No, it's definitely not that. No, definitely not. Uh, Ubisoft also seems to have plans for The Division, believe it or not. They are uh, hiring new folks to work on this game, which is only two years old. It might seem like it's been longer than that, but uh, Division's... Uh, only been around a couple of years. Well, the and fact I, that it's still kicking around and they're still supporting it. I mean, crazy. Ubisoft has been, you know, top of the line with supporting games, for sure. I, I think I think we reported we reported like what maybe two months ago that they they earn more money off of you know in game transactions than they do off of actual software New sales sales yeah. themselves. Yeah. So. I think they are probably number one as far as supporting games. Them and Blizzard. I'm still kind of waiting to see the uh, the updates that they were going to roll out for um, For Honor. For Honor, yeah, I'm kind of waiting to see oh, yeah. what they what they roll. Supposedly out for that's Honor. still rolling around, and people, it's like gotten better over time. Yeah, I don't oh. know. I might want to check it out again. I, I mean, it was fun. Weirdly, I mean, they they did it with Tom with uh, Rainbow Six, right? Rainbow Six Siege. If uh, they could, I always played that game. If they could do stopped. it with with all their games, I mean, why not? Why not? Yeah, so. They, I actually, they've been, doing, they've been doing good good work over there. I actually was planning on kind of getting into the division. I ended up with a copy of it for the Xbox One, so I might uh, might have to try that. They're running a month long celebration event. You're already playing Destiny tomorrow. though, and it's it's basically the same game except with like the North Face jackets. You know? Yeah, kind of it is. Kind of it is. <laughs> There's that dark zone though, you know, like getting the helicopter to come in and take your stuff Supposedly out. Supposedly the dark zone's like just not even, it's still not even any good. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. That's well, the reports that I've heard from the front. Oh, man. Lines. Well, I don't know. I guess we'll see with these new expansions for uh, the division. But um, uh, also, some other goings on in major publishers. Sega uh, released that Yakuza Six demo. Did you guys hear about that? Uh, the Yakuza series, uh, famous uh, Kazuma Kiryu, um, you know all of that. Uh, turns out though that that demo that they released actually kind of unlocked the full game for a bunch of people. So um, they have already pulled the demo from the store, and uh, this was only a few hours afterward. Uh, other people were sort of confused by the fact that as they played the demo, they just kind of kept going and going into chapter three and four and so on. And, uh, you know, I guess this just goes to show you when they announce a big demo, go download it just in case. Uh, I do not know if the game continues to be unlocked for those people or if they've somehow pulled back the game from from those consoles. But, uh, yeah, I kind of feel like I missed out on on playing through Yakuza 6 for free. So Maybe you should play through Yakuza 1 first. I, you know what? That's the Jeremy way Listen, to not play new games. you got to play all the old well, games I've, first. Well, I've that's got them on rolls. my shelf here. I've got all of them. I've got Yakuza. I know. That's why I bring this up. I know what's on your shelf. It, it is. It is on my shelf. And, Which version uh, of someday. the first couple do you have? Uh, the PS2 version. I know that they oh, did really? release the... Yeah, yeah. Wow. In fact, I actually uh, made a tidy little profit because I found a whole bunch of Yakuza 2 at Best Buy for like 10 bucks, mm-hmm. and it was right when they... Yeah, I remember that was were... when I bought it, actually. It was yeah. probably like 2009 so or something. People were buying them off me for like 50 bucks. Do you ever work It was like PS2? the only time I've ever... Uh, I do. I do. In fact, I was uh, looking at Guitar Man uh, not so long ago and kind of thinking I should maybe Those play a games, little bit of that but, again. Man, they're, they're long. They're, they're like... Those are big games yeah people seem to be I never that, played one that, that's one of those series i think that's gaining a little more steam as time goes on i remember that people were really excited about that chicken recently so i don't know got to get me some of that chicken uh starting to roll through the end of the news here uh there is a 1.4 million dollar kickstarter for robotech and it is kind of a mess uh robotech rpg tactics which is a uh tabletop miniatures game and um the the game is uh, apparently uh, not going to be able to produce some of the rewards. Uh, the uh, license has actually expired for those people and uh, is not being renewed. So basically, the company burned through $1.4 million in Kickstarter funds uh, three years ago, and uh, the, uh, <laughs> the Palladium Books 
uh, said that uh, their current revenues don't provide enough capital to actually finish making the product line that it, that it promised back in 2013. So I don't know. Uh, it's, you know, tangentially uh, involved with gaming, uh, video games, but uh, I just thought it was kind of interesting. Robotech is something that uh, I'm pretty familiar with and uh, kind of goes back quite a ways. And uh, we do a lot of crowdfunding talk here. So it's just another one of those situations where something... Uh, you know, some, something has, has not gone through. The, uh, the company uh, that owns the license, Harmony Gold, uh, which I think has been in the uh, news recently for a lawsuit with, in fact, I guess we just talked about MechWarrior Online with those guys because of some of the uh, conflicts over the original uh, designs for some of the mechs. Um, so they're sort of laying waste to everybody right now just with, uh, with that Robotech license, believe it or not, but it's filtering back into, back into video games. Uh, kind of an interesting and unfortunate situation over there. Uh, our last item in the news, though, also has to do with crowdfunding, but in a much smaller scale. In fact, uh, just a couple of inches square. Uh, I wanted to direct your attention over to the Pocket Sprite, which is uh, currently available for sale over at the uh, Crowd Supply website. And for $55, you can get a tiny little Game Boy. It's the smallest little Game Boy uh, hardware that is, like I said, just a couple of inches square and uh, has, I guess, a um, enough horsepower, uh, 512 kilobytes of RAM, uh, the 16 kilobyte original Game Boy uh, color, uh, capabilities 25 millimeter by 22 millimeter display um well see so what it'll do is it will play game boy game boy color sega master system and sega game gear games uh right out of the box and uh it's basically a keychain so you can put it on your keychain and it looks pretty sweet for 55 bucks so i thought i would direct that to your attention because it is the weirdest little boondoggle novelty uh that you're gonna find uh, so far in 2018. When you can't stand to be away from your video games for even one second. Exactly. Keep well, I mean, right now my my keychain has my keychain has like a harmonica on it, so I think people would rather probably not have me playing like the blues on my tiny harmonica. I can play play uh, tiny Sonic the Hedgehog instead. Yeah, and, you get right on that. I will. And folks, that is all the news that we have for this week. All right. Well, I will run through the new releases really quick. Uh, we get these at tech-gaming.com. Those guys put together a bang-up a bang up list of uh, new releases. So here we are. Uh, Fear Effect Sedna. Um, Fear Effect, guys. This is like a... Yeah. Remember Fear Effect? The um, lesbians. Yeah, yeah. That one. Uh, this is coming out for all the major platforms. Um, and it's like a top-down isometric shooter-ish game. Right. I think they were sort of like Resident Evil-ish, like a third-person shooting sort of deal, right? I never oh, actually played one. Maybe I'm wrong. Of those. Maybe but I, but then I at the same time, the I think I heard effect. that this one is a little bit different from the other two. Well, let's, the, let's look it up. One, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look that it up. That this one maybe is more of like a... Yeah, it's like an isometric... Almost uh, like XCOM Like a syndicate. Something. Syndicate style. Yeah. Syndicate. That's a, there's a throwback for you. I like love Syndicate. Old, uh, bullfrog. Uh, let's see. Uh, Scribble Knots Showdown for the PS4, or the Switch. I'm assuming probably the Xbox One as well. Uh, Scribble Knots is a cool game, right? I wonder what they're right, still guys? doing to it though to improve. I mean, it's a, still a great idea. Um, still, still a pretty good concept. But I wonder. But I mean, they've, they've done superhero versions and yeah. Well, it's, I mean, it's basically the same game. Just with hey, different this is skins a showdown. Teams, Maybe this but... is a multiplayer, more focused. Game. Oh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. 
Uh, Outlast, that horror game that people, not a lot of people played, but I guess people are excited that's coming to the Switch. So this is a game from maybe four years ago, three nice. years ago. Uh, RTO2. This is a game uh, that is coming out for the Wii U. Um, it looks pretty dumb. I put it on here because it's from the Wii U. Uh, like R.I.P. Wii, Wii U. Games. Yeah. It says uh, RTO2 is a side-scrolling first-person shooter. Uh, yeah, I don't know how I don't know how that works, but side-scrolling first-person shooter with elements from the survival horror genre. Maybe it's like all you can do is strafe. <laughs> yeah, just go you, side to side. You, you can only surf, circle strafe around. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's just you can only go straight forward and then maybe like jump and duck and stuff because it's side-scrolling first-person playability shooter. of a side-scroller, but from the first person, that would mean that you can only run forward or backward. And then okay. up and down. I could see that. So there's the two different there's the two opposing views. So it's either forward in a track that's like a side scrolling shooter because mm. there's just the one plane to move yeah. on, or it's three D except you can only move sideways. Right. It's one of hey, those uh, two. Uh, RTO Definitely. RTO one came out in December of twenty seventeen. So they knocked out the sequel pretty quick. Wow. Everyone was everyone was clamoring for another game. Brand new so they, series. They probably felt that it was just a little bit too one dimensional. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh, uh, let's see. And finally, Final Fantasy fifteen has got its uh, Windows edition release on PC. Um, so people are excited about this, I guess. People who don't have consoles. So maybe Dale might want to get in on this action. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, sometime. Dale, I know and... you want to get in on those Sims outfits <laughs> for your comrades. What was the other That's one? Right. There was Sims and then, oh, yeah, Gordon Freeman. Gordon Freeman? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, they also released the uh, Final Fantasy XV Royal Edition. This is the basically the Game of the Year edition with all the DLC. Royal, which um, I think they had like a edition. they had like a new DLC for the Windows that they is coming out with these the uh, whatever that end boss is. What's his name? The bad guy. Uh, Arden. Episode. Arno. Arnoth. Arden. Arden. There you go. Episode Arden. Um, so there you go. Uh, PlayStation Plus games this month. Uh, we have actually a pretty decent month for PlayStation. Yeah. Um, topping out the list, Bloodborne. Uh, nice. That's probably one of the best games on PlayStation. Coming up to you for free if you have PlayStation Plus. Ratchet and Clank, also another good one there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mighty Number no. Nine, guys. That game that you know you you were just gonna wait. You you all wanted to play and actually see. What I it was did. All about. I like there are a few times it's been like five bucks and I've been like I could do that. But I, no. I'm the same way. I almost I almost picked it up for super dirt cheap and you know this is the reason why because you knew it was gonna be yeah, free. Yeah, you never point. know. Uh, Legend of K for the PlayStation Three. Uh, Claire extended cut for the Vita's cross by with PS4 bombing busters, uh, also for the Vita cross by with PS4 on Xbox games with gold. We got Trials of the Blood Dragon. This is that uh, this is that Trials, the, uh, yeah, Trials like the HD motorcycle. like motorcycle combined with Blood Dragon from Ubisoft, right? Yeah, um, although if you were really good at it, from what I remember, you could get it for free if you could if you get through it on your first try or something like that. That would just unlock the whole game or something. So for those of you what? who couldn't do that. It's free now. It's free now. Uh, also, super hot guys. That's on the Xbox One. So get that one. That's a good one. Uh, it is a good one. Brave. I, I've actually only played Super Hot in VR. I've never played. Same. I'm kind of curious to game. see what it's like. I, I technically I could play it without VR. I, I have it but... on. I have it on Twitch. The Twitch app. Oh yeah, that's right. I it's have that too. Twitch. Yep, yep. Uh, Brave, the video game. That's that's for free. It's an Xbox 360 game and Quantum Conundrum. Pretty all right. Those are your free. Those are your free games. 
games with gold and PlayStation games. Uh, there's a new Overwatch hero coming out called Brigitte. 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 Bridget, it's spelled Bridget, but I think it sounds like Brigitte or something like that. Really? That's dumb. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. I don't know. Uh, so this is this is uh, number 27 in Heroes for Overwatch, which is pretty cool. That's a lot. Um, a lot of people compared it to Team Fortress 2 when it came out. Team Fortress 2 has like, what, eight? Yeah, nine? right. Yep. Um, so they've really doubled down on the Heroes. And the cool part about what they're doing with Overwatch is everything is free. So there's no... There's no DLC packs. There's no nothing. Everyone just gets the free, you know, the heroes as they come out, which is pretty cool. She looks like a, um, I think her storyline is that she's actually the daughter of Torbjorn. Right. Uh, which is the dwarf guy that builds the turrets. Um, so she's a mechanic herself that looks like she has a shield and a big mace that she swings around. I actually haven't used her, but you can go try her out on the uh, PTR if you're down with that. Uh, and finally... Finally, here, um, StarCraft. The original StarCraft's coming up on its 20th anniversary, so they're gonna they're doing a bunch of cross promotion with all of their games, so you can get free cosmetics for Overwatch, Diablo 3, as well as StarCraft Remastered. Uh, so, I guess March 31st, so the end of this month, StarCraft 20 years old. That's pretty crazy. Wow, 20 years old. That's that was ridiculous. like my my last year in high school. Yeah. And they're still playing that game like competitively, and they just re- did the remastered, and it's kind of like getting a resurgence, I guess. Um, yeah. So that, them and the Counter Strike one point six players, right? Exactly, those yeah. weird people. Uh, every family in America has one point six Counter Strike players, is what I read. <laughs> the average, the average American yeah. family mm-hmm. has Counter Strike one point six players. <laughs> so one of the cool things they're doing is you can get a Sarah Kerrigan ghost skin for uh, what's her name in Overwatch for Widowmaker. So there's a is a skin that looks just like the well is themed after uh, yeah. a Kerrigan as a ghost. So that's kind of neat. That's cute. Uh, other than that, uh, yeah, if you play Blizzard games, I don't know, log into everything and get all that <laughs> stuff. I guess there you go. And that's it. That's all that stuff. Nice. Crazy, you guys. Hey, it's just been the <laughs> first year anniversary of the Switch. How's things going in the Switchland for you? Been to any uh, rooftop parties lately? Uh, you know, I, I have dunked uh, exactly one sweet chain hoop. You, you dunked uh, the I hoop? Think since then. I did. I dunked, I dunked in hoop. the hoop. I dunked in the hoop. You took the regular uh, size hoop and you dunked it inside a bigger hoop. But it was made of chains. That's right. Chain hoops. Chain hoops. Uh, no, Switch uh, Switch is all right. Uh, just kind of curious uh, how the year has been as far as software goes. Uh, and then kind of what your feeling is on stuff coming out for it. I know everyone is always sort of enthusiastic about, hey, this game would be great on mobile. That game would be great. Or not on mobile, but this game would be great to take with me. That game would be great on Switch. Uh, I'm curious to know... You know, if the platform has lived up to your expectations so far, and then what those expectations might be for the coming year. I would say yes. So, it's been exactly what I expected, which was a cool way to play Nintendo's games only. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and you, uh and, and it's a it's a nice, um, stylish and, you know, not play school uh form factor. Um it's Basically everything that they needed to improve upon the Wii U to make it, you know, make sense to to buy or own or play a game on. And uh, I think it's great, even if I don't use it all that much. For me, it's been Zelda, Mario Kart, 
and then Mario Odyssey, and then Zelda again. And that's hmm. been it so far. Um, I've, I've yet to put any time into uh, Bayonetta 2 yet, but that's my next thing. So what do you think for the stuff that's announced for it? Is there anything that you're looking forward I, I don't, to? I mean, what's announced for it? I don't even know. Well, that's I'm actually kind of hoping you would tell me. <laughs> Metroid Prime, bro. I, I don't really care about Metroid Prime. We'll see. Maybe it's going to be awesome. I don't know. I, I played the first one. I didn't play the second or third. I only played the first one, but I'd play another one. I might. I don't yeah. know. Especially if it was on the Nintendo w- w- Switch. Would you play another one made by Konami or whoever's making it? Is Konami making it? Someone like that, yeah. It's, it's or, not Konami. I cannot I... guarantee you that I will play. It's actually Namco Bandai, I believe. That's ah, there you go. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't really know what to think about that. Other than the fact that like, I don't, I don't think about Metroid at all. It's not something that factors into... You know my good gaming memories or anything. It's just like it's just one of those things that's out there. And sure, if they're gonna put out another one, sure, I'll check it out. But it's it's kind of weird how Nintendo treats that series. It's they sort of they sort of embrace it, but then sort of don't. You know, in a lot of ways. I, I just think it doesn't sell as much as people think it does. Metroid. Yeah, yeah. I think there's probably something to that. I I, I think you're probably yeah. right. Yeah. I think the people that are into it, it just doesn't have that mass market appeal like a Mario game, right? I did buy um, Mario Samus Returns, um, uh, but you know, on on the whole, I was just kind of underwhelmed by that. I think AM2R is better. Mm. But enough Uh. about Metroid. Uh, But as far as the Switch, I don't know. As long as they keep putting out cool stuff on it. Um, Oh, um, Shin Megami Tensei Five. That's something that I'll probably check out. Yeah. no, 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 whatever else. Japanese games, I, I, they're probably going to be on the Switch. I've I, I played uh, my Switch maybe 99% in portable mode. So for me, it's been more of a oh, not sit down in front of a TV. Yeah, so for me, console. I play like, I, I don't... 99% on the console, on the TV. That's just how, huh. yeah, because I, I rarely ever take it anywhere. I'm a pretty even split. I play it about half and half. Whoa. <laughs> we should, Weird. With our, with our powers combined, <laughs> we can do anything. <laughs> Uh, no, I I think it's been it's kind of replaced uh, my Vita and my 3DS as my mobile system of choice, um, simply for the fact that the games are awesome, and well, at least the games that I've played. But what what I do find about the Nintendo Switch that I think is interesting is that um, it's kind of it's you know the sales are incredibly well, and everyone's kind of always clamoring for software, and um, I am also one of those people who would love to see every game come to the Nintendo Switch just because. Just like I play it portable and let me um, show you, like Monster Hunter. Let me show you I, want a, my, I want a Nintendo Switch. My portable of choice. That's right. It's a book, you guys. What? Check them out. It's a it's Weird. a Kindle. I don't know. That's, that, does that play? Uh, does that play? It plays um, books. Skyrim. It plays. It, it, plays it has Skyrim, really though? good graphics. It depends on. I'm gonna say your look out Nintendo Switch. I'm going to say look out Nintendo Switch because here comes the pocket sprite. And uh, you know that's playing Ooh. You know when I use all this? the games. I use this when I'm sitting on the couch with a, with a comfy couch. Or I can use it on the airplane. And it never runs out of battery. You charge this thing. And or on a rooftop. Yeah, you could, yeah, a rooftop on a submarine. It doesn't <laughs> matter. Um, Which uh, Kindle version do you have? There's like eight of them out. Uh, this, is the, this is that one. Paperwhite. <laughs> it's a paperwhite. Oh, the paperwhite. Yeah. I got it a long time ago. We've gone through a few of those in my house. Um, huh. My my wife somehow breaks her Kindles. But yeah, it's a, I, don't, I don't know. It's weird. Like that, that, the I don't know. I just don't. Um, 
handhelds have never really done it for me. And so the thing that I really like about the Switch is that it's bringing the handhelds to the console, right? So it's like every now and then, um, like there's a kind of a must-play game on a handheld, right? And that's always been the case. Right. And I've always owned all the Nintendo ones, at least, and even hell, even all the Sony ones too. Um, all two yeah, of them, and, uh, and a Game Gear even. So I mean, I've had plenty of handhelds, right? And I can say categorically that every single game that's ever been released on a handheld is worse than the worst console game ever to be released. Um, <laughs> so okay. I'm glad then that uh, you know all those all those cool games that are, that usually relegated to like the DS or whatever can now be played on the TV. Um, and so you're talking a, about just the good... technological parody? Yes. The, the, the... Yes, exactly. Okay. So that we don't, of, of we're not going to have like console. Little Brother uh, portable series entries anymore because those are always lesser than you'd like. Not as good. They, they're less than you'd like them to be, right? And right. now, like Uncharted: Golden Abyss, right? yes, or the Mega Man or Castlevania yeah. games for Game Boy or just whatever it happens to be. Now, yeah. um, there's nowhere for you know bad developers to 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 pawn that crap off of. They have to you have to keep up. You have to swim with the rest of the school on the Switch. Oh, that that that's my that's my one complaint, and it's not really a complaint. It's just every once in a while I will take my Nintendo Switch. Uh, and with me to the bathroom, <laughs> just to see what's on the Nintendo eShop, right? right? Yeah, totally. And uh, you get the best. You're already on the toilet, so you're ready for the eShop. <laughs> exactly. There's uh, there's always like 800 new games that's a chore to browse through, and none of them that I want. Um, so that is, it, it has become kind of the dumping ground for these smaller indie titles that may or may not be good. I um, think that's an inevitable. I just don't have the though, time to check for them out. any any new platform. I think that's. It's only a matter of time if they have the if they have an open um, app store sort of system, uh, which it seems like Nintendo does. I mean, you're, you're saying they're letting a bunch of stuff on there. Any new and successful well, platform, they, they, they kind of need a better way to curate. Oh yeah, the content on there to find out what's the best. I guess. That's true. What, what things I should be actually paying attention to? Because Who do you think there's always like uh, it's kind of like you browse like new games, but. You get to the end of the list, and I'm like, well, where's the rest of the games? Does, is there any uh, online retailer that, like a digital retail marketplace that has a good curation or um, discoverability? I, I think the uh, iTunes, the app store on the iPhone is actually pretty okay, if you're into really? that. I think it's okay. Yeah, I mean, Google Google will do, uh, you know, editor's choice sometimes. But, I mean, usually it's like, here's here's the latest clash of something or other game. <laughs> Uh, so you, I don't think you really find the, the or the latest anime bullshit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Yep, yep. yep. Um, as for me, I sort of remain, uh, you know, optimistically skeptical. Maybe. I mean, to me, the Switch doesn't do as a platform even stuff that the Vita does. You know, even being six years yeah, on. There's no rear touchpad. PlayStation on the remote play. Oh yeah, like like remote play type stuff, um, which you know if it doesn't if the, have to be remote play, right? Right, because is. all the games are, are right on there. <laughs> but but just in terms of uh, you know backwards compatibility, for example, I mean the Vita still did you know PSP games, PS One games. Uh, the Switch doesn't really even have a virtual console, and you know that when they do, it's going to be onesie twosie. This game, that game. I wish the Switch could do PS One games. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Well. Oh yeah. But you might. I well wish just... it could do. It probably can. Somebody's probably hacked it. Yeah, well, they have. They haven't really has done it, anything with it has yet. Has it been hacked yet? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We reported on it last week, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, but 
you know, I the online is going to be weird, and just like in general, like I mean, like Dale says, you're going to be playing the Nintendo games anyway, so it's not not that great. Um, Zelda's really good. So is yeah, Mario. yeah, so is Mario. No, it is. Yeah. Well, and uh, you know, I'll be interested to kind of see if they're able to keep up the uh, the release schedule. I mean, on one hand, the reason why Year One for the Switch was so good software wise was because they cannibalized the Wii U. Uh, to, to make those games, uh, Switch games. Uh, but on the other hand, Nintendo is able to unify all of their developers in, you know, that used to be split across a handheld and a console, and now they're all in one platform together. So maybe we will start to and see... And they have a whole lot more new developers coming because the Switch is a success. So you've yeah. got, I mean, forget about the EAs and the Ubisoft. Yeah, third party's going to get some support. You have all those like hundreds of indie developers, right? That's true. That's true. Yeah. So how many games are you guys buying on the Switch? I know I can say for me, uh, I did pick up Bayonetta. So that's one that I uh, have uh, recently purchased and been playing. Uh, picked up a copy of ARMS. I mean, I know it's like a year later, but... I've got ARMS. Yep, I, I got myself a copy of ARMS and all the new characters that they've been releasing updates for and that sort of thing. So I've got Zelda, Mario Odyssey, Mario Kart, Shovel Knight, um, Wonder Boy, The Dragon's Trap, and Bayonetta one and two now that's that's all i've got so far it's not i mean that's not a, a whole pretty lot. that's a pretty healthy attach rate though for you i mean that's I've got yeah, yeah, seven really big is. boy games and a handful of small boy games so small. on top of that I, I i did buy skyrim i have the rabbits game uh and i bought one two switch and i have like uh, snipper clips and i have oxen free and uh, i don't know a few other like downloadable games i, I haven't bought any like full big you know, actual retail, retail games, yeah. games to download. I haven't done any of that. Hmm. So I still have like the original memory card that came with it. Um, and it's not full yet. So. Right. Right. So do you, do you foresee anything in the coming, you know, several months at least that you plan to be spending money on the switch? Uh, I'll, I'll buy Metroid when it comes out. I'm down. We'll for roll that. on 2021 for that one. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll see that one coming out. What, what is coming out for the switch this year? I, I was just trying to take a look at that. Like big games. Um, SMT what did they announce at their last uh, direct or whatever? I think they're going to have a direct here pretty pretty shortly, but let's see. Uh, Project Octopath Traveler? Mm, maybe. That's an RPG, so I mean, it might be big. I don't know. Coming soon on Nintendo's website themselves. Let's see, we've got Fear Effect Sedna, Scribble Not Showdown. <laughs> uh, I'm looking for big games that I might actually care about. Kirby Star Allies? Uh, there's going to be a this month. Fire Emblem game. There's going to be a Yoshi game. Outlast 2, I guess. Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. So the release now. Oh, Dark Souls is coming back out, right? Uh, yeah, that's true. Yep, oh, yep, right. yep. Yeah. Uh, Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus. New Colossus. Steep. Uh, Runner 3. Uh, more Shovel Knight content. And The World Ends With You Final Remix. I might play that. Yeah. That's a game I always wanted to play that I never got around to actually buying. Yeah. It uh, looks like there's the uh, spiritual successor to Hotline Miami, Shakedown Hawaii, um, <laughs> Wargroove Terraria, uh, Monster Boy and the Cursed Kingdom. Uh, yeah. Not a lot of so, like... Uh, I don't know. I mean, nothing's like jumping out at me as far as, you know, something that's going to make me open up my wallet, but... 
You know, one thing though about the Switch that I will say for it is that I think it's been better on software sales than any previous Nintendo console has been. Um, stuff both on the eShop and at retail has been going on decent sales, which Nintendo typically has not been good for. So uh, I don't know, you know, something something for cheap might be a little bit more attractive and might attract me to the platform a little bit more than I guess the software titles themselves would. So something to think about. Well, folks, we know that you out there probably, just if the uh, sales numbers are believed, may have a Switch yourself, and we are kind of curious. What kinds of things have you picked up for your Switch in 2017, and what kinds of things are you looking forward to in 2018? Let us know how that first year for the Switch has been for you. You can contact us on social media. Over at Twitter, we can be found at Show. You can also reach out to us individually and tell us. I am at Jeremy underscore Lamont. You can find me at Legrand. And me at Count Elmdor. You can also find our fourth man and good friend, Jared Redeye-Dunn at R-E-D underscore I. You can also find Jared and uh, me most weeks over on twitch.tv slash Show. We are currently working through a playthrough of uh, The Longest Journey, uh, Dreamfall Chapters, and uh, that happens every Monday evening. But you can, of course, subscribe to us over on twitch.tv and uh, be notified when we go live so you'll never miss one. If you do happen to miss one anyway, of course, you can find our archives over at youtube.com slash Show. Uh, lots of good stuff over there, and I know Jared just recently put the Dreamfall stuff into a playlist, so it makes it a lot easier to follow along. And uh, come join us also on our Discord. We're currently on a playthrough of Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice. Uh, LeGrand, I know you've been getting in on that. Yeah. So far, pretty impressed yeah. with it, right? Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I think, well, this week... It was only like, what, 45 minutes, it seems like, is all I played this week. So ah. that game seems like it's pretty short. It is, it is. And, you know, that's the I nice mean, thing. for this week's episode. Right. This this particular game is like six hours long total, and we split it into four weeks. So it's definitely uh, game bitey in that lots of little bite-sized chunks that you can play. And, uh, you know, of course, you can play through more in advance if you like, but uh, just the discussion kind of I'm not. I'm, I'm trying to keep it kind of trying to keep it real so I can keep it fresh in my mind. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's I don't want to way burn to through it. it. Oh, yeah. So you can find an invitation, uh, standing invitation, to our Discord on the blog post for this and all of our podcast episodes. By the way, you can find those over at www.gamebyteshow.com. Back catalog of all of our podcasts is there as well. Lots of good stuff uh, in the history and the catalog there, so definitely check those out. Send your friends over, subscribe them, subscribe them against their knowledge, against their will and uh, we'd certainly love to have them along for the ride with us. Folks, we'll be back in just a couple of days for the next episode of the Game Bite Show podcast at the middle of this week. We'll talk to you about the games that we've been playing. We look forward to seeing you there. Until then, this has been your Game Bite Show podcast, and we will see you next time. See ya. Peace.